I'm so glad we're doing this again because I needed more like structure in my fucking life right now. Johnson's it's been girl. like two weeks, right? Skylar, grab your mic. Turn that boy up. I Turn it up. I smell like beef. You're listening I to smell the Joe like Rogan beef. experience. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Here we have Elon Musk. Yeah. Hitler and Gandhi. Blasting blunts. Yeah. I How did not zeros? inhale. So many fucking zeros. I'm also sick and my eyes are really watery and I just feel like I have to cough always. And you have your glasses tilted at just a, a really unsettling angle. Sam, you're going full granny on us. I can't. The Green Acres Radio Granny. Are you, do you need anything, really? I really look... do. I need a lot of things. I took a bunch of expired cough medicine this morning. Don't be robo-tripping now, Sam. That's no, not gonna... I, I, it, it's definitely it's worn off. It's not straight-edge robo-trip. And Is that's it? where I'm at. I'm at the, the like four-hour period where you're supposed to re-up on mm. your expired cough medicine. So my face is just hurting. My eyes are just hurting. But, uh, I mean, your skin's probably all exfoliated because you just washed dishes all morning yeah, in a hot I had, dish pit. Today I started my new role as a dishwasher at Sweetie's Licious Bakery in the downtown market. $10 an hour washing dishes until I start my new job, which pays more and is uh, more structured. What sort of things does Sweetie Licious make? Sweet things? Yes. All right. Well, and also I was hoping maybe savory. it would be... <laughs> On occasion, if you if you like a good quiche. Okay. So, I are, are, what are we doing? We're doing like the official all-inclusive history no. of, of Grand Rapids. Incorrect. No. We're music. doing spotted history. We made a list of music venues that we can think of and then we're just going to talk about them the ones that are on the list if you're not on the list it's the one, okay yeah only it's the fine. ones that i can remember so if you weren't memorable uh that's on you but if you're not on this list you never existed yeah uh you're just not you, you you're part of maybe like the expanded universe but not the not in the canon. Yeah, you're not a Grand Rapids canon. Also, uh, you can pay us uh, uh, 19.99 a month to get the, the uh, unabridged history, but oh. because you're uh, freeloaders, you only get the abridged history, right? Let's okay. start at the I beginning. I, I was thinking from the other end where you can pay, um, you know, 75 bucks for the application to for us to consider being put on the list. I don't. People just pay us. Yeah, what's our Patreon? Yeah, yeah, Where, we don't up. have one. But God, they, okay. Uh, there are my Venmo is smash that like, <laughs> subscribe, leave us comment, iTunes, you know, rate us on iTunes, send us internet currency. 
um, of any kind. Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. It's super cheap coin. right now. Buy a bunch of Bitcoin. It's been shitting the bed lately. So. Oh, for real? Yeah. Yeah. Why? That's why I said other, like, inter- like any. Well, if it's going down, it's going to go back up and we should buy it. I doubt it. Um, I don't know. Ugh, I who mean, the fuck am I? It, it depends Come on, who you I wash dishes. <laughs> some people, like some economists are like, oh, that fucking internet money, it's not real. Neither is paper money. They're all fiat oh, currencies. It's real on the black market. Some people are really excited about Bitcoin because uh, that, that whole blockchain thing. Some people are like, you know, Bitcoin's dumb, but the idea of blockchaining is cool. Now I'm just. Everybody's an idiot. Now you're just talking to the wrong people. Yeah, I don't know any. Skylar forced our hand on actually knowing anything about Bitcoin. Dang, he's good good at talking about stuff. Fatty like accosted my leg just now. (laughs) I thought it might have been Skylar getting footsie, but not today. No, that's for Green Acres after hours. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) That's that's, the sound of me smacking her boot. Oh my god. She just lets me smack it. Dang, she's happy. She's just. This is not a woke podcast. Her butt she's piling her face into your shoe. Because <laughs> my shoes smell bad and she likes it. Oh yeah, the cats used to love my shoes when I washed dishes. Damn right. Yeah. Do you um, have like special rubber shoes? No, I'm no. just using. Do you need to borrow some? Because I, I have some. I don't think your shoes are gonna fit in me, Johnson. I have, don't have that large of feet. What's your size? Eight and a half. All right, mine are probably ten and a half. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna work. Yeah, they can yeah, look so kind of goofy. Twelves. Like no, on you. It's just not wear two work. pairs of socks. You'll be fine. Like, if you add, if you added an extra third of one of your feet to the end of your foot, one I don't have Johnson's big feet. Foot. For how tall I am, I do not have big feet. We've already talked about how nothing fits me. Like, they don't make clothes for people like me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. The big and talls, they, uh, like, the pants that are, like, 34 and longer, they're all, like, 36 waist and Mm -hmm. bigger. And that's... Because you're not the big, you're just the tall. I'm going to look like a clown. Yeah. You're the small and tall. You have to go to the big or tall store. I have a narrow waist, (laughs) huge, like, really broad shoulders, really long arms, but, like... You're just a long dog. Yeah. Where's the long dog I have, section? I have a long... I'm long-waisted. I'm not, like, long-legged, really. Long-torsoed? The long-waist. <laughs> yeah, long-torsoed. Yeah. The pelvis <laughs> bone is stretched. Yeah. It's just... The <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say. Because, like, the waist, I imagine, is, like... Your hip. You're giving yeah, me the, so the, many body signals. If someone was listening to this, they would have no idea what you're doing. You've been pointing at your crotch. You've been Whoa. pointing. At your, you've been yeah, like I'm waving your waisted. arms. Yeah. <laughs> you've been waving your arms everywhere. I don't know. Uh, Anyways, <laughs> I was gonna. All right. This is where we start. This is where we start. Jillian okay. Anderson. Jillian Anderson. From the first Grand Rapidian. The first to pick Grand up, Rapids punk. To pick up a guitar and plug it into a four track and be like, fuck the music business. Uh, no, I, I don't know if she was ever like that. But she went to school oh, in Grand okay. Rapids. I think she went to City High School. She had a mohawk. She was punk. Grand Rapids punk has existed. Since Jillian Andrews. Anderson. Because of Jillian Andrews? No. Not and because that, you of Stop saying her name wrong. Jillian Andrews? It's Anderson. Anderson. 
Okay. And was there like an Adam to her Eve? No, she just existed and it was She's cool. like the asexual Mother Earth. She's the, if you're like an old punk, you should be able to say that you somehow knew her in some sort of way or that you hung out or you did this or you did that. Isn't it kind of reactionary inherently to like base uh, the origins of everything off of like genealogy and heritage? That is, that's kind of like a fundamentally reactionary. <laughs> yeah, it all comes down to her. She gave birth to it and we yeah. evolved. Wait, why spot. is that reactionary? Well, it's the kind of thing that white nationalists do trace everything back to like norway and freaking thor no because they also like bastardize history to where it's not actually history anymore they fictionalize their own story with like the grain of truth like we're doing right now it's not fictional it's historical fiction yeah no it totally is (laughs) anyway sorry i didn't mean to like derail that i just it seems like punk especially is very sort of like preoccupied with authenticity and that's often tied to sort of people's low self-esteem people you knew bands you were in bands you played with that sort of thing punk's very kind of obsessed with that on a on a on a special level it's like darcy from the smashing pumpkins is from michigan and so everyone's like yeah so like did you know like darcy or did you know like jillian anderson or did you know like i guess the guy from tools from kalamazoo or something like that i, I feel like that so also everyone is like oh yeah i know that one guy he was in a really cool band before mm-hmm. tool i think that all like goes with the myth of making it you know you know in music and i would like a, a majority of the people that play music don't get what they sought out to do like they find something else to do along the way but they never really let go of that dream or that goal so to be able to be like yeah but i know the person that made it mm-hmm. i know jillian andrews or sin from <laughs> julie you, you know scully on yeah. the x-files or i know tool like who wants yeah. to know tool I fucking hung out with uh, Henry Rollins and Jello Biafra, and everyone's like, that was probably a really long, long hangout. That's probably totally boring. You did that? No. Oh. I'm just saying it's like something that an old punk would say, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I was in the van, and Henry Rollins came in, and we just talked, you know, about philosophy and, like, life and travel. Well, Iggy Pop's the big one, right, that well, Iggy people Pop's probably Detroit. try to play try to claim from for Michigan specifically, he's like the, yeah, I've the never, creme de I've la never creme. I've never met one person who said that they knew Iggy Pop. I knew someone who was like, my dad taught uh, Anthony Kiedis's kindergarten class or something yeah, and you're like yeah. dude no come on that's, that's now you're strange. speaking to like freshman near me who mm-hmm. is super obsessed with like going to plaster creek and seeing where anthony kiedis played around in all the right. heavy metals and oh, <laughs> poisoned no. his brain which explains his entire life because <laughs> yeah. if we want to talk about embarrassing concerts we went to i went to see the red hot chili peppers in 2012, after like John so, like, Stadium left. Arcadium? No, no, this is like the the I'm with you era. Oh, right after the first album with the new guitarist that wasn't that good. So it wasn't even the the coolest. <coughs> when he got the era. mustache. Yeah. Well, he, he had the mustache in yeah. the By the Way era. Mm-hmm. Or no, 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 no. Yeah, you're right. It is the mustache. It is the, the, the pedophile stash. You know? I, I really clearly remember that music video when they're on top of the ice cream shop or whatever at the beach. That's when you know he's 
removed all of the the people around him to sit to tell him no <laughs> to oh, do God. things like that at least in the 2000s you could tell there was at least one person who was like you know what don't grow a mustache doesn't I, really look good i, on I feel you. like that's about the only thing that he didn't do <laughs> <laughs> sam continue sorry um i was going nowhere who's this julie julia roberts that the first Grand Rapids. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, if you're a GR old old person punk. Um, yeah, so Anne Hathaway was a punk in Grand Rapids. Right. <laughs> I always feel like they pull up how they knew her. They went to high school with her. Um, but you didn't know her. No. No. Um, how, how old, how long ago are we talking? I'm thinking 80s. The birth of underground... No, mostly like Maybe. I mean, I punk know. was ha- punk happened in the late seventies. I don't. So it's like the whatever the eighties is sort of I mean talked about as the decade where I'm thinking when I think of like eighties, really I momentum. think of like eighties hardcore. Like mm-hmm. that was part of it. Yeah, but there's also like REM and Sonic Youth and stuff. Yeah, those are also band names. Kate Bush was pretty eighties. <laughs> Kate Bush is not the eighties. She's the seventies. She had a song that Don't came out even, in the 80s. Well, yeah, I'm sure she did. She had songs that came out in the 90s, too. Yeah, I, the album I was listening to was like Hounds of Love yeah. from 85 is what Google's oh, telling me. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a really great album. I think, But I think that her first song came out in the 70s. You know, I could be wrong. I totally could be. Who the heck am I? I think of her as like an 80s artist. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. That's what I said, yeah. But I feel like uh, Weathering Heights was maybe like, I could see that possibly. No, oh, yeah. you're probably right. That's probably early well, 80s, like 82 or something. Google well, it. Weathering Heights, which also kind of accurate to the book for a song. Right. Also, not many books become songs. Good for her. Yeah. And that's like a pretty complex book. Because it's like a, a story within a story. Yeah. It, and it, so it's a song with a story within a story within the song. And it's also just <laughs> effed up. It Like it's a it's an effed book. Oh, yeah. I did, I did a, um, 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 a book thing. It was released in 78. A book report <laughs> on that book. And oh. we had to pick out a song that represents that book. And then I did... Every breath you take by the police, because I was like, this book's literally about like stalking. Like I don't know, it's some unhealthy shit. Like, but you should have done (laughs) Wuthering Heights by Kate Bush. Yeah, I didn't know about Kate Bush when I was like a freshman. Another another song based off a book was "Be Here Now" by George Harrison, based off of that book we were talking about. My cult book. Oh my god. Mm. Callback, folks, for all you hardcore listeners. Yeah, for everybody that's been here along the way. I think it's just me. I listen to every episode. Um, speaking of Be Here Now, uh, that show I was talking about with whom just happened yesterday at the venue Be Here Now in Muncie, Indiana. Wow. And as far as I know, they're still alive. I mean, I haven't heard from them in like 12 hours, so I hope like nothing bad happened. But Did they ask them they if they there. actually read the book? Like, Did you just name no, your I venue didn't. this or did you actually read the book? I didn't want to freak them out. I think it would have legitimately freaked them out if I told them the backstory. Really? You don't want to jinx stuff. 
I don't know. I just wrote down a lot of things. I wrote down a list of all the current venues I could think of. Bah, bah, bah. I list down. I made a, I made a list of all of the um, venues I remember when I was in like high school. Bah, bah. I wrote down a list of venues that were all uh, Ryan Capaletti venues. No, oh, come on. <laughs> um, and then I wrote That's down. What you get for leaving us and going to Portland? Um, some a list of venues that were in between my high school and the right now, and then I wrote down a list of venues that were all just bars in Grand Rapids currently doing shows. Why don't you give us like the best and the worst? Give us the highlights. Okay. So the highlights is Twenty Monroe. I can call that right now. You know yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> Good. I think everyone kind of knows about Twenty Monroe. Twenty Monroe. They know what it is. But if anybody doesn't is. know about Twenty Monroe, it's owned by the Since House they of are Blues. Our Paid advertiser for right. this episode. It's in honor of James Monroe, our 20th president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's originally 420 Monroe. They do Monroe. historical reenactments of him dying of syphilis. I don't know. He, he Was he the one that died in like the first month of office? <laughs> Sorry, please don't sue me for defamation. James the James Monroe, Monroe Family <laughs> Foundation. The legacy fund is coming after you. With their I lawyers. love the I love the idea that there's some people out there that are sort of heirs to the the James Monroe estate, and their job is to get offended on behalf of James Monroe at anything mm-hmm. bad said about him. He died of tuberculosis. <laughs> <laughs> Dang old TB. Um, shouldn't have been sleeping around. <laughs> His po- political party was Democratic Republican. Yeah, he's a true crossing the aisle centrist. Yeah. Um, he I'm a member of both parties. Just a moderate. Was that back in the when there was the Whig Party? The um, Whigs. That's hilarious to me that there was a party called the Whig Party. In office 1817 <laughs> to 1825. So yeah, that's probably Whig era. Yeah. What was what was his major accomplishments? What did he do? Um, he fought he, in the Revolutionary War. Good for him. I mean, debatable. Yeah, like, I mean, was he was probably, land. he got to be a politician by just like surviving his 30s, like, and not dying of some preventable disease. Then <laughs> getting TV and then dying anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where was he from? Ohio. <laughs> oh, he probably is from Ohio. I think this actually came up on a previous episode. What's we talked it? about all the Ohio presidents. Was it the one that I was on? I don't Not the that. segment you were on. But, yeah, I think it was your birthday episode. Was it the one with your your friend? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I his, did one. I did a part with Grant. It was his about the youthful dream yeah. to own a large plantation, and he did it. Um, That's self, his whole life. Is growing man. up and being like, I want to own a lot of property and people and have a lot of political power, and then he did that. <sighs> That's the American dream. 20 Monroe. Anyway, 20 Monroe. Anything else you want to say about Monroe? 20 Monroe. Uh, um, oh, here's the best part about James Monroe. <laughs> uh, he had a slave that ran away from his plantation to another plantation to live with his family members. Yeah, Monroe commonly referred to Daniel, the person that ran away, as a scoundrel and described the worthlessness of Daniel. Um, yeah, so just bad guy. 
It's terrible that they named a venue after him, is what I'm saying. Wow. Yeah. Tony Monroe should feel bad <clears throat> a racist about what president. they did with the name. That's surprising. <laughs> it's so rare <laughs> that America has a racist president, even in 2018. Wow. So rare. Incredibly Shocked. rare. Shocked. Shocked. That's the thing. Like, Alexander Hamilton got his own musical, but, like, he is a racist, right? I think he's got to be racist like the rest of them. All is it? I mean, and like having black actors play the whole cast doesn't like change that. Right? Fact. They were like, "Oh my god, it was so diverse back." It was like, "No, dude." Yeah. Fuck! They're just trying to make history appeal to you today. That's why, in like medieval art, they're like wearing modern day garb, like garb of that time, because they wanted it to appeal to people to be like, "Oh wow, it's like today." Yeah. Well, if Mike Pence likes it, then you got to know there's something I mean, a little. Uh, Donald Trump is probably a theater, not a buff, but he like enjoys the theater because it's sort of melodramatic and sort of grotesque, like he is. <laughs> I, no comment, Sam. This is the politics episode. This is no long. No, we're done with the politics part. But I just wanted to to speak my piece about Hamilton. You know what I'm mad about is I You've was been mad about a lot of things today. Yeah, I mean, look, we haven't podcasted in two weeks. Um, there's random clothing in our house. There's it's my a couch it's with my random clothes. <laughs> no, what's Fatty sitting on right now? Look at her. <clears throat> That's Johnson's clothes. It's very rich to insinuate that any of that is mine. Very you never rich. see any of my clothes outside my room. On your I body. Would, I was gonna say, I wish that you. Would. I'm nude right now, oh so God. you all are. Anyway, the what? Oh shit! What was I? Now I don't even remember what I was mad about. You've been mad oh, about you, a lot oh, of things. Oh, speak your piece. You know, I was looking up uh, to see if there was a letters to the editor for oh, M Live oh, or wait, Grand Rapids Press. Can I? Can yeah, I finish? Keep going, please. Okay. Um, <laughs> see, I told you all day. <laughs> and there isn't a like a even a. A letter to the editor to, like the the Grand Rapids Press, so I can't look up what our fellow West Michiganders have to say about the issues of the day, which I think would be really funny. But Wait, like, what they, was the letter to the editors? There is none. That's my beef. Oh, is that there aren't any. There's so, no like, window even to the on, community. Like on M Live, they have an op-ed section, but it's they have one article out every like two weeks, and it's written by the staff it's not even community member anyway that's my that's my problem m live the least you can do is let our deranged on the verge of psychotic breaks community members write in angry letters so that's my my plea to you my only thing is that it's documented that hamilton never owned slaves and uh quoting from wikipedia hamilton believed slavery was morally wrong so that it should be Hamilton Monroe, Ham- 20 Hamilton Live. Yeah, but he was probably like, it's wrong, but uh, we'll just let, uh, you know, God has a plan for uh, ending slavery and we cannot interfere with God's plan. So, you know, it'll naturally run its course in probably 500 years. That I just Fact don't. check that. Fact. Yeah, Wikipedia says he um, opposed pro-slavery Southern interests. All I'm saying is so, like, he's politically he... <laughs> <laughs> he's better than Monroe. Put, put his yeah, put his money where his mouth is is what I'm saying. He was also from the Caribbean and he's speculated to have a mixed race mother. Yeah, and he got shot for like a loser. <laughs> yeah. 
What do you think his stance on gun control would be? <laughs> did they just Ouch. let gun? Did they just let guns into Congress? They probably did. Oh yeah. Uh, That's, well, actually, that people used still, to bludgeon. People I, used to get in fights in Congress. They would. There. I don't remember where I heard it, but it was a story. Like somebody found the receipt tab for the bar they were at. Like everybody from Congress the night before they signed the Declaration of Independence. And it's just an insane <laughs> amount of shit that they drink. <laughs> and they also got charged for like three smashed chamber pots. Like they were They're smashing, getting and lit. Then smashing the toilets. And then that was Ben Franklin. The, <laughs> <laughs> the defining document. Uh, that's so awesome. <laughs> we got to defend it with our lives, guys. I can imagine Ben Franklin on his, like, third pot of opium tea, blundering his way to the bathroom to, like, shit out his organs. <laughs> <laughs> ben Franklin was, like, the most sort of archetypical American founding father, probably. Yeah, the Chicago Tribune wrote about the bar tab. Um, Did it say who had what? They probably stuck George Washington with the tab. They're like, you're the responsible one. Or did they dine and dash? Um, so Chicago Tribune, Steve Hendricks is the author of this. Uh, article starts out, It had been a long week after an exhausting summer. On September 14th, 1787, delegates at the Constitutional Convention in Philadelphia put down their quill pens, all but done with the final draft of the country's founding document they would sign three days later. It was a Friday night and Delegate George Washington promptly went on the bender that began America. <laughs> At City Tavern, the Framers' unofficial watering hole, four blocks from Independence Hall, uh, Washington was the guest of the Light Horse of Philadelphia, a volunteer cavalry corps that had crossed the Delaware with Washington and wintered at Valley Forge. The first troop, as the unit came to be known, could fight. This is too much history, not enough story. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping, uh, and boy, could they drink. Here we go. And boy, could they drink. From the archives, the Republic's founding bar tab, 54 bottles of Madeira wine, 60 bottles of Claret, 22 bottles of Porter, 12 bottles of beer, 8 bottles of cider, and 7 large bowls of punch. We all like punch. What was in the punch? (laughs) It says alcohol. Okay. (laughs) Um, in all, according to the itemized bill, more than 45 gallons of booze was, booze was served to 55 gentlemen who also got dinner, fruit, and relishes, and olives. Um, nine musicians. I'm trying to find where it talks about... Smashing chamber pots? Yeah. Um, it says cigars and candles, broken wine glasses, decanters and tumblers. It was a big night... That's the kind of market I want to get into is being the band that plays at the after party to the the declaration signing for like making new countries. Like I should have been there in like South Sudan when that country broke apart. You probably don't want to be there. Uh, yeah, but oh, that bar tab was also like fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> is that adjusted for inflation? Yes. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Sam, I th- I'm really sorry we're not going to get through this, probably. We, we The episode didn't really pan out the way we thought it was going to be. I don't think this we... This is minute 48. We and did we not structure this. That's what... Oh, yeah, that's oh our problem. Oh, my God. If we just had more structure, this Who would go so much Who said that we could better. do this without structure? Sam. <laughs> oh. 
Oh. Oh, I just my got my mic. Chelsea. My mic. What's your favorite, favorite dinner, dinner food? food? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, what what do we have to say that hasn't already been said? All right. Intersection. How do I you wanna, feel about the intersection? Go. I'm pretty hard neutral on the intersection. I used to be, or I used to have a negative opinion. I think I was, because I was uh, surrounded by folks who mostly hung out at the pyramid scheme and would always uh, shit on it because uh, people who really like the pyramid scheme have a vested interest in demonizing the intersection because it's the only sort of comparatively sized venue. But now I realized those people have ulterior motives and I have no reason to dislike the intersection. I've never been there. I've never seen a show. I I don't think I have a reason to go to the intersection because there aren't a lot of bands that come through there I want to see. That's all. I think that kind of embodies my beef with the intersection. They're not a bad. You venue. got a beef with them? Not a beef. It's not a real beef. It's just what shapes my opinion of it. Mm-hmm. You know. I'll make sure to add them. Like I, I'm looking at their website you. right now, and the, the first artist that they brag about having had is a uh, Luke Bryan. He's country. Yeah. Yeah, and Eric, Eric Church. Country. Um, Jamie Johnson, which might be country. And then right after know. is The Devil Wears Isn't he Prada. A driver? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had a NASCAR driver. <laughs> and then there's Devil Wears Prada and Snoop Dogg and Mastodon. Um, Honestly, that sounds more interesting than the Green kinds Scott of artists yeah. <laughs> the pyramid scheme is bringing. They, they do country, screamo, and like one rap show. Okay, so here's the deal. They with the do intersection. a lot of hip hop, actually, right? Do they? Uh, they do more. I mean, that's they do you did more a very than... incomplete list. I'm just reading what's on their website. They do more than. Sorry, I'm sick. <clears throat> they do more than the other venue, the Pyramid Scheme. Oh yeah, probably less than Twenty Monroe, but mm. Twenty Monroe. Yeah, dude, I saw Asap Ferg there and Kali Uchis. Um. I feel like, but I feel like they're bringing in a lot more legacy rock bands. Well, yeah, they like also Pixies, do that Pixies, Modest Mouse. They have a lot of shows. I guess I can't. They well, their booking is through House of Blues. So who they get is just who they get. Um, whereas, like, I think Intersection has to try a little bit more. So they're like actively seeking out. Like Brockhampton played at the Intersection. I know that. Brockhampton played? Yeah. When Cam comes on, they can talk about how they got kicked out of the Brockhampton show. Oh, Well, can I have a sneak peek on... on... I saw Brockhampton. I didn't think they were good. I don't care about Brockhampton. I just think it's funny that Cam... I did. And Casey, maybe? I don't want to, like, defame them unnecessarily, but... There there was at least, like, an altercation between security and uh, Casey. (laughs) I have a lot of respect do? for the intersection. I don't know. You'll have to ask them yourself. What did Cam do? You'll have to ask them. Oh, my God. Cam, gosh. come on the pod. I want to know. Cam said that they'd come on. Cam. So, oh, look, come it's on Cam. The show. Hey, it's Cam right there. Hey, Cam, how's it going? Hey, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> But I've I've I'm a lot to think of about how Kim talks. respect for the intersection because they just I feel like uh, pyramid scheme cares so much about being cool. Intersection doesn't give a fuck. They're gonna have fun. They're gonna. They're never the gonna country. win that. They're never gonna win that. Oh battle no! Over and coolness. they're not trying to. No. They'll they'll do the 
the dubstep, the wop 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 music. They'll do Ready. everything. All my high school shows, all my, well, not my high school shows, my middle school shows, my middle school screamo shows that I thought were like the coolest thing that they, they happened there. And a lot of little kids who, you know, like baby Skylar who listened to Shinedown, who think that exactly. that is I music, mean, this they'll go to their first concert there and then they'll discover what is downtown Grand Rapids. Oh yeah, and then they'll start going to all the the cool the cooler stuff. But like, I think that's get off an... your high horse and go to some bad shows. You know, have fun. Yeah, come to Green Acres. Well, and the intersection <laughs> yeah. the intersection serves a, the 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 Michigan general populace so much mm-hmm. more than the oh, yeah. Scheme. Because think we were just talking about like the kinds of bands we grew up liking mm-hmm. and the kinds of bands that came from Michigan, like Tool. And, uh, well, Shinedown not, is not from Michigan, but like the kinds of, those are the kind of bands that Marilyn come Manson through the, came from the Midwest. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, Alice Cooper came from Michigan. Marilyn the Manson, pyramid scheme. Talking about our conversation earlier, I know someone that grew up on the same street as Marilyn Manson and would see him walking down, okay. like, like up and down the street in the We're back the to it. We're back. We're, we're back. back to we're it. We're back. <laughs> Everyone circle. has to know someone. Yeah. I played um, ball and cup with the <laughs> the bong cup ball, like cup and ball, cup and ball. ball I thought cup? you said bong cup. Are you trying to? I, like, I don't know. Say. It's that Stoner thing where you have pong? no. It's that ball that's with a bungee string. Cup and, and you ball. Have a cup and thank you. Ball and cup. Ball and cup. Cup and ball. I played that with the uncle from Full House, who's not the good looking one. The the Jesse that one no not Jesse I don't Joey Joey he's Canadian I I I hung out with him once at the radio station hmm. who do you know Skylar my uncle grew up playing bass in rock bands and like Iggy Pop MC Five <laughs> um, Bruce Springsteen era oh that's cool like, so your uncle lies a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, was your family also based off of the Godfather? Oh, or the Godfather based off your family? <laughs> uh, do do I have to bring my uncle onto this podcast? Yeah, I now? think is your uncle's a liar. It's okay. My cousin thinks that he hung out with Jillian Anderson and Jello Biafra and Henry Rollins and the guy from Tool. That's I pulled this all for my one cousin. Whoa. No, like my uncle was actually a rock and roll dude for a while. Oh yeah, we all were. Just hanging out with the boss. <laughs> backstage did he ever meet bruce springsteen um i don't know if he met him but they like were around and would play the same kind of venues yeah bruce springsteen they exchange numbers maybe maybe <laughs> like I, I don't know how close they were to those guys um there was a show where the mc5 smashed their guitars and then he snagged one of the guitars that had went into the crowd and him and a friend we're going to keep it, but then they just scrapped it for parts. It was probably a, a cheap, like, $50 oh, yeah. piece of junk. That's probably why they smashed it. Yeah. That's still cool. Patty yeah. Smith married one of the guitarists from MC5s and then lived in Detroit and had her babies. And her son is married to Meg White. That's beautiful. That's pretty cool. Right? But apparently Bruce Springsteen was the guy that would just play around all the time. So when he got famous... Everybody's just like, thank God we don't have to listen to him again. 
this Saturday. <laughs> the, the Stone Pony was so thankful he finally broke and didn't play their <laughs> shitty bar anymore. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm going back to my list. Yeah. All right. Let's let's Johnson, cap it off. How do you? I'm, we're not capping it off. Oh. We're we're in the middle of it. Okay. Tune in for part two no. next week. Yeah. Johnson, how do you feel about 741, aka never, never been no cousins. Comments. No feelings. Is it formally known as cousins? Yes. Okay. Yeah. FKA cousins. I mean, yeah, I'm just not going to say anything because I'm speaking out of ignorance. Skylar? Yeah, so my understanding of like the whole Mulligan's 741 situation. It's not Mulligan's. But it's the whole management and staff from Mulligan's. So is everyone really? from Mulligan's moved to 741? Yeah, well, that's what I was trying to describe is my understanding is there was um, like... The security video assault thing that happened at Mulligan's, everyone was like, F Mulligan's, let's go somewhere else. Every, everybody is in, like, the people that would go there. Um, a little while later, um, like, one of the main managers of Mulligan's that everybody liked um, was fired. So then everybody just quit because they're like, this place sucks anyways, and our favorite manager's gone. He moved to 741. So a lot of the staff from Mulligan's moved to 741. So it's a lot of the same staff from Mulligan's that now operate 741. So did the management at Mulligan's change after that incident? They would have to if there's, you know, all the managers moved. So it, right. it did. Did it change ownership, though? I mean, Of Mulligan's? No. No. No, somebody bought 741. So 741 isn't Cousins anymore. Um, Mulligan's... Is still Mulligans, mm-hmm. and when I say managers, probably talking more like shift managers. I don't know, but what's um, your opinion? My opinion is: Would you go to a show? So, I mean, I've played there. You played there? Yeah. What? Yeah, and like the the sound guy, I don't remember his name. I think it's Joe. It's like dude with dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. He did a really good w- job with sound. The sound there is really good. Um, the lighting and ambiance is, is nice. It's super interesting. Like, I've never been in there. Literally, I grew up on that corner. Like, my parents' house is, like, a couple blocks huh. away from there. Yeah, um, but before it was 741, I'd never gone there. Um, as far as, like, experience of being there and um, experience of, you know, playing there, I, I think it's nice. And the bills they put together kind of seem like not woke mulligans but if mulligans just like tried a little bit harder they seem to represent the west side truly yeah like so if you want to go still see abusers and bands you can go to mulligans but if you don't want to see those people anymore you could go to 741 and see the same type of bands exactly all i all i really want to know is does it smell like beer and piss like mulligans does Mm, it smells like beer yeah it it's like a cleaner mulligans also the, okay. just the sound is way better if there's like above any there are bad people there the sound is just terrible at mulligans and i hate shows the there sound for that reason is so bad at mulligans i played a show at mulligans and had the worst <laughs> sound ever we were like starting our set and my mic wasn't even on and the guy wasn't even in the sound booth yeah and, it and was like, just like what the fuck were you guys doing i don't like, know if i've been to a show there where the sound person cares 
or is I paying think attention. Some person at Mulligan's thought he was really good at his job. Yeah, so good he could do it and be on his phone the whole anything. time. Yeah, there's really no reason to go to Mulligan's anymore. No, I wouldn't say so. It's, it's a terrible overall experience as a band and as a attendee. Yeah. Like, uh, I've gone there once since. And even though it's still not super busy, it's still, it still takes super long to get a drink. And the sound's still bad. But if you don't care about any of those things, then by all means, go to Mulligan's. Yeah, if you care about just going to a place to get alcohol yeah there's really nowhere else really in the whole city yeah if you're trying if you're trying to get some pbr i can't think of any (laughs) other bar in grand rapids you could get that no Hmm. there's definitely not a bar that has a can of pbr as their low as their sign outside as their logo you can't get that in any old is there no oh there is johnson johnson is telling me now um, that there is. We have reports of another bar with the PBR can as maybe, its Maybe even sign. two? <laughs> there, there. Are there two? I know of at least one. Does the tip top? Is the, does the oh, tin the can tip count? Tip, I was thinking of tin can. Okay. Tin can definitely does. Oh my tip God. We have to talk I was about gonna the bring, tin can. I was going to bring up the tip top next, actually. Oh yeah, is t- Tip Top still doing music? I know that they're doing the Vinyl Fetish Nights. Yeah, Tip Top's still doing music. They've they've had some pretty cool bills that I still don't want to go to. I've heard that like oh, okay management at the Tip Top, similar to like um somebody in higher management uh did did something assaulty and not good to mm. somebody or to multiple people. I don't know. Um, yeah, so it, that's a reason I to saw not go. something. I saw like a, a few Facebook threads trying to like get Tip Top canceled, and yeah. I, I didn't. It didn't seem like it had as much gravity behind it as like Mulligans, because it didn't yeah. seem like the allegations were like no one actually said what happened or to to who. Yeah, like the person wasn't named, mm-hmm. the employee wasn't named, the event just that people were talking about was not named, and it just made me think like. But I mean, like, I I don't want to, like, suggest that it didn't happen. I'm just saying, like... I heard things that were validating it. Um, So I I do want to, like, preface that whole thing with that. Um, The bigger thing um, that isn't even related to that, when I I see even a decent bill at Tip Top, I still don't want to go. And I don't know why. I don't know what about the Tip Top makes me not care about who's there. When you lived really close, did you go there more? No. I didn't either. <laughs> no, and you lived right down the road. You lived half yeah, a block away. Yeah, no, I away. lived like five houses down. Yeah, I don't I know. I would go there to see my friend do comedy. And yeah. Tuesdays, they had probably the best open mic for a while, uh, which isn't really saying much, but they it had the best It was the comedy. only open mic. <laughs> no, Holiday Bar Street. had a Monday night. Mm-hmm. Um, Brockies did something like Thursday night. But none of those were any good no none of the you know what i forgot rockies also has live music yeah i Would played you... rockies for the first time. oh yeah rockies. Did, you, did you like it i played it a long time ago um i didn't really mind it i the bill was pretty low-key and no one really showed up rockies but... has some new people doing the booking too well isn't it tip top and isn't rockies and tip top connected by ownership are they? I think it might be the same people. This is what we wanted our podcast to be about, when, is finding out that inner web. Okay, well, I'll look it up right now, but I believe 
like in terms of booking requests, they they funnel them together because they booked those two venues. I know. I played Rockies, and it was a weird situation where it was actually a really good crowd. Like it was a good show, but when people walked in, the guy at the door asked who you're coming to see, and we never figured out why. Probably to split up money for payout. No one told us that. I assume that's what it would be for. I don't even know if we got paid. It's not really the way doors are supposed to yeah. work. No. I just was kind of like, that's kind of an odd question. Like, and that's, everyone kept coming up to us and being like, do you know that they're like asking like who you're coming that's to That's the kind of thing you do if it's like the Weezer Pixies concert coming up and you're like, okay, how many people is Weezer bringing out versus Pixies so we can figure out how much to pay these bands? That's when there are like thousands and thousands of people. But if it's like... A crowd of 30 people just split it between the bands because it's about it's going to be like 50 bucks each yeah i don't remember that. i don't remember getting paid i don't remember really much about it i just know it was like a surprisingly good turnout and a good show and people were feeling it and i was happy it's just such a narrow cavern of a venue i feel like it's hard to get people up front they all like to sit in the back mm-hmm. at least at tip top when you walk in you're kind of already close to the stage like it's the, the stage in the corner versus in a long hallway. Yeah. Tip Top has a better venue. I what about say. Founders? Would anyone play Founders? Would anyone go to a show at Founders? Oh, no. because they no, because they rejoined racist. the the Chamber of Commerce after briefly exiting it. Wow. So they're racist, and also one of their staff has been known to date rape people. And that shots fired it's facts so that's like and three people things. called this them is... out and then they just kept they just ignored it police were involved in everything you and said one just, of their managers it wasn't a manager it was just a staff. staff but um their like hr department was getting phone calls from people and there was like a police investigation and they just kind of nothing came because the evidence was so little even though it all did happen, it was just like the physical evidence was gone. Like, yeah. person was given a drug and went through their system. How can you prove that it was in their system if it had already passed? So that nothing could really, like, happen. So, you know, fuck founders. Well, there's, so there's like no a, way to prosecute in that situation. Yeah, and because there's That's, no prosecution, It's not them saying it's okay. It's like, we don't have anything on this guy because the ev- there's no evidence. Right, but then there's, like, people, like coming forward and being like this guy and multiple people who saw this person like following people around and stuff Mm. like that like yeah it was pretty like it wasn't much gray area it was pretty black and white but because the physical evidence wasn't there then they were just like nope i'm thinking that if your hr department was getting phone calls from multiple people about one person you'd probably get the hint but they're they're really stubborn and it's not like there's labor laws that are protecting him and he can't be fired. It's an at-will state. Michigan's an at-will state where you can just fire anybody for whatever reason you want. So if they were good people, yeah, and they'd founders be like, yeah, you're fired. had like a special uh, whatever waiver you have to sign when you work there. That sort of waives all your... Uh, statute of limitations beyond like three months or something which is why the the black guy who is being harassed and at the detroit location couldn't plead his case because the events happened like more than three months i guess prior so then founders was like well that you can't 
talk to us about that anymore. So I'm not defending founders at all. I think it's always been a crappy organization that uh, it's a crappy establishment that makes me feel bad whenever I walk in. Um, I've never had like that much fun there. It's all just 35 year old dudes with neck beards and like one tattoo. Yeah, it's like everybody in the city that works in an office and has one tattoo. I feel bad for the bands who play there because the people there aren't there for the bands ever. No. Ever. You're just performing to people who just don't give a fuck about you. No, it's clear the venue is quite an afterthought. Yes. They they put it in the same the same space as the bar. It's right. right it's no there's no separate room. Mm-mm. It would make sense that you know how it's that big L shape. If they put it in the other edge of the L shape, everybody. But they didn't. Yeah, and then you have you would have the big beer hall, and then you would have the little littler venue, because it's also just like too large. It's kind of like the Rumsey Deck space. Seeing a show there. Yeah, where it's so big, it looks like no one's there, even when there's like a good amount of people there. Yeah, even just like the super tall ceiling, it just isn't ideal to see a show at. And they have so much soundproofing, but it does nothing. And they're racist. And they're racist, (laughs) and they're just awful. Yeah, but we haven't talked about the best venue in Grand Rapids. Pyramid Scheme? Oh, I was going to say the DAC, but... Oh, well, DAC isn't up and running. Yeah, whenever I try to go to a show at the DAC, I show up and it's like a vacant lot. I don't even know what happened to it. So I go to the other one, and it's, yeah, totally torn down. And now it's like a cupcake shop. That's not very punk. No. What actually is in the new de- in the old the new old deck? The place division on space. No. Oh, on I'm division? pretty sure the di- division space, the basement, is not occupied. You went and stole that um, sign right there, right? Spelling. I have never stole stolen anything oh, right. in my whole life. But like I said, did, nothing on this podcast is legally um, actionable. Yeah, there is a sign that we own from the deck. <laughs> we just found it. Uh, they had thrown it away, I guess. So oh, we can't speculate about other people's actions. All I can say is that it was on the back door of the original deck, and now it's in our uh, dining room. It's so beautiful. Those are the only two events that have happened in that sign's life. The deck was a very important place to me growing up and to a lot of people. I'm an old person, and we just can't let it die, so we won't. <laughs> we'll keep it going. I think I spoke too soon about Rockies. Their website used to have links to, like, they had a calendar that had, like, Tip Top and Rockies on it, but it looks like perhaps that relationship has changed. Mm-hmm. What are what else do we need to talk about? Are we done? Did I we, thought, did I thought we, you wanted to talk about the pyramid scheme. Oh, do we want to talk about the pyramid scheme? I don't know. I don't, we, we could save that for Cam because okay. Cam's got a story to go along with it. Okay, Cam, this is on you. Story related yeah. to? Well, it involves the legal immigrants. Oh. Oh, yeah. I want, I want to share this funny story uh, on the podcast. I think I've told both of you. But it... So I, I have a minor in business. So I go to business school twice a week. Um, and in my management class, there's this, like, tw- 20-year-old kid um, has this real my dad owns a yacht aesthetic when we were talking about like Lil devos the one the boat race yeah looks a lot like young version of that kid oh nice become his best friend dude I, Lil I, devos is gonna be my soundcloud rapper name 
Uh, but yeah, I'm in a group with him, and he saw my Skip Fiction stickers, and I was like, what's that? And I was like, oh, like, music magazine thing. And he was like, oh, I love music. There's this band I saw. Super normal response. That I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know, too like the music. Yeah. That sound in rhythm? Ooh, buddy. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, there's this local band I saw that I, I really liked. Oh, what is it? Um, yeah, the Legal Immigrants. And I, I felt really bad. And then you threw his, his laptop on the floor and smashed <laughs> it. And told his daddy to buy him a new one. Yeah, I kind of felt bad laughing in his face. Um, and then we, telling him that we make fun of that band and that we laugh at that band. Because he just looked really sad and didn't understand why. Which only further explains like the the little D- DeVos aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Well, and this sort of goes back to I the just founders like it. thing it's too. Fun. I'm ignorant. The the people who like the legal immigrants are not the kinds of people who um, care about the language or surrounding undocumented immigrants. The same way the people who go to founders regularly aren't the sort of people who give a shit about sexual harassment. Yep. Because they're bad people. Ignorance is know. bliss. Wah. Yeah. yeah not i shouldn't say bad but ignorance a much better word which um, is bad adjacent like a lot of people use ignorance to justify bad things and it's hard to make an argument that the majority of people can be ignorant to so many things like what so, saying the n-word when i'm singing along to a rap song is bad i don't know about that i think i'm just ignorant but I'm gonna keep it that way. At the same time, sometimes I wish I could trade my knowledge of DIY for a more transferable skill. <laughs> I wish I could have ignorance about different things, basically. I'm super glad this worked because my laptop, honest, I thought my laptop was just gonna be toast. Yeah, but the power cable is just gone. How did you fix that? It's I duct taped it. I stripped the wire and and got it connected. So it's working right now. I would say we have as long as that duct tape lasts and then the podcast is over forever. I mean, we can just buy a new laptop charger. No, I think we have to end the podcast. We have to cancel it once the the original power cable breaks. That just seems kind of symbolic to me. And that's, I enjoy those arbitrary. This podcast or the whole thing? The whole thing. Why? I'm talking about capital C canceled. It's because he's going to move. Yeah. As soon as the cable breaks, he's going to move. I hate (laughs) that tarot reading we did in episode five. Um, The tarot. Well, you'll have to convince me to stay somehow. This podcast. (laughs) As much as I love you guys. It's going to take off. We're going to be bigger than Joe Rogan and H3H3 and all the other terrible podcasts that we're better than. We need $5,000 in Patreon subscribers by next week or I'm quitting the podcast. So there, we're putting it on, we're putting it to the people to decide. Can we do like a special cooking podcast episode where we're just all making a meal together? And the like, podcast like the is cooking us. channel? <laughs> yes. We can do a live vlog. We can start a Twitch stream of I you making food. work until 7 p.m. We can we go a on show. a trip to where you work. Okay, yeah. No, that works. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, thanks for listening. This is the Green Acres Radio Hour. Bye. The 
chores. That's chores. Give me Park Avenue. Give me Park Avenue. Give me Park Avenue. Give me Park Avenue. Give me Park Avenue.